Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is June 23rd. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing good. I, uh, you know, I'm trying to keep maintain my energy levels. I'm on this uh, long, long road trip. It's coming to an end pretty soon. I'm, uh, we'll, we'll record one more with me on the road, but then, uh, then I can't wait to get home. Seems like you're seeing some good golf courses, though. I am, right? I, you know, that's good. I'd never spent so much time in New Jersey. You know, I can't wait to get back. Okay. Jer- Jersey contains multitudes. Let's say that. It's an interesting place. A lot of different things, different kinds of things going on. There. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's down on the shore to start the trip. Yeah. It was, you know, a, a bucket list uh, item was hitting the shore, you know. Can always say I was there. Yeah. And uh, yeah. now I'm back. Uh, now I'm up in Connecticut. I'm, I'm. I'm at a university that uh, I'm surprised I didn't attend, to be completely honest. You know, I'm sure the listeners you didn't get in there. Surprised I didn't get in. Uh, Well, I didn't even apply. So, you know, it's kind of like one of those like you miss any shot that you you don't take. Yeah. So so you could say you just, you know, (laughs) didn't cross your mind. Could have maybe. I think I think they would have been interested in in somebody that got B's (laughs) in high school. Just don't apply. Yeah. So um, you got to be able to tie your shoes, apparently. Got to tie a good knot to get into Yale. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know about that. Into, uh, some of those. I, oh, that's the other. Yeah. I mean, whatever. When people tell you they went to their credentials, flash this, that, and the other. There's a lot of big, huge idiots that come out of a lot of fancy schools. So it's not a it's not a given. That's the person you're talking to is a, a genius. Hey, can, can we do a little pop culture start to Friday? Sure. You watch the Bear? No. That's Chicago show? No, I, or it's not purely Chicago. It's about the show. Italian right. beef shop owner. Yeah. Do you like I'm it? I'm surprised you don't watch it. It just came out yesterday. The season two started. I watched the first one. I watched it last summer. It's awesome. It's very good. But it is like, it is hardcore main, like the pure uncut stuff for a Chicago. And I would imagine, like, just it's very, very Chicago. Maybe so it's offensive. Maybe it's that. offensive to a pure Chicago. And maybe they're dumbing it down. I'm gonna go try that fangled, uh, you know, much hyped New Haven pizza today. Yeah, report back. Do a little, do a little, do a little social media grade or report on that. Let us know how that goes. You want it's me to? Really you want hyped. me to do a pizza review? <laughs> I don't. I think that's kind of an un, uh, unplowed field <laughs> in the content game out there. No one's done that. Go do some pizza reviews. Uh, all right, let's start. I want to uh, recommend the the bear though. Oh, I want wow. to know Look the pro that. shop. Look at that! You're just tossing out sure. recommendations. They didn't pay pay for an ad read. You know what I don't recommend? Does your daughter get into Blippy? Oh no! Thank God. My youngest. So I've had kids now for ten years. 
basically. My oldest is 10. We've never encountered this blippy fella. <laughs> my youngest is somehow adding it to my to my world here. At the very end, blippy has come roaring into my life. This guy's got to get got. We got to get this guy out of here. I, my One of my There's, friends... Uh, kids watched it and I, I saw just a, a 30 second clip and I th- said to myself never is my daughter watching this this guy this guy can't be I mean I'm not going to cast unsubstantiated claims about, but there's no way he's on the up and up he's no. doing some stuff that put, should put him somewhere in behind like this guy that guy's terrible I, so I'm trying to curb the blippy consumption I'll that t- somehow my youngest has gotten into YouTube's a dangerous place for, for yes. kids yeah, we don't let them. We don't let them. I don't know how she found it. There's like a there's like a Netflix show on it too. So yeah, we try to avoid YouTube. My but. daughter's really All into right. Gabby's <coughs> Dollhouse on uh, yeah on Netflix. Yeah, I got that Gabby Cat or whatever. Yeah, Gabby yeah. Cat. Yeah. <laughs> hey Gabby. Yep. Uh- <laughs> hey Gabby. Um, all right. That's that's your Friday start to, to the Friday show here. I want to note our pro shop. I was perusing around last night. There's some uh, great stuff. I know we say that, that often, but honest to God, we just got a hat restock that these hats keep selling out really quickly. It's a really nice like circle patch type deal with the shotgun on it. We have some really good polos hanging around, a few left, from, whether it's you know Masters Edition or just the tried and true Be Dratty White Liam, some Dratty Sport. Uh, I would just hit up the pro shop. Really, really good hats if you want to stock up uh, for summer. Uh, next, I want to hit a mea culpa on our schedule for the week. I know you gave the echo event of the week to uh, the Women's PGA of Baltusrol. I'm going to hand out my own echo event of the week retroactively that I oversight on Wednesday. You know, we start going off the cuff and we forget things. The Burley Boy Invitational. We did not talk about the Corn Ferry Tour event, the inaugural and Burley Norman. Boy Invitational. It's the OU Jimmy Austin Golf Club. It's got some company name, Compliance Solutions or something or other championship. But for us, it's the Burley Boy Invitational. I can't imagine calling it anything else. Um, uh, Just a fantastic, fantastic concept, especially for us. I've been given uh, the rundown of Burley Boys or Burley Boy alums. Quaid, Quad, Cummings, Martin Flores, Michael Gellerman, Chris Goderup, Grant Hirschman, Logan McAllister, Friday podcast guest. Charlie Saxon, and Patrick Welch. And then I was also given a Burley Boy non-OU edition, like extra Burley Boys that are on site. I was told that they might have to expand player dining for for this field. Cooper Musselman, Patrick (laughs) Newcomb, the gas man, and then Eldridge Potgeiter playing. Big Aldridge, who was just fresh off his uh, LACC appearance. You know, somebody burst my bubble there last week and said Aldridge. Yeah, may not be the friendliest fella. Nice guy, which which kind of kind of burst my bubble. But Aldrich, the pot guider, playing. Uh, I think I think some recruit some college coaches were talking about. Oh, you should recruit Aldrich pot guiders. Like he said, he's turning pro. He's already put it out there. Not not coming to American college, but OU would be a, a suitable place for him. Be a, I bet he would so. love love life in OU. How are the uh, How are the Burley boys doing? Goderup's three under. Yeah, McAllister. I mean, it's kind of crazy. It's got to be playing a court ferry tour event at your college course. It's hard playing golf at tournaments at your home course. I feel like, yeah, maybe that's Castillo. Look at these college kids just lighting it up. Who would have thought? Crazy. 
Uh, also, we're getting the British EM. We're getting a lot of... Uh, oh, about Christo. Christo, Christo Lamprecht. Yeah, a lot of Christo Lamprecht uh, messages, videos, DMs. They, he's a, he's he's a, a tall boy. He's a, yeah, he's a lanky boy, not a burly boy. And uh, as you can imagine, he's got speed. He's got speed. Crushing the ball. Um, Northeast AM going on. I saw Caleb Surratt was winning that at the midpoint there. That, that finishes Saturday. Uh, so we got some amateur circuit. While we're on that, Walker Cup news. The first three have been added to the American team. And Gordon Sargent, Michael Thorpe Jornson, who's kind of taken a licking at Travelers. And uh, David Ford, one, two, and three in the current Wager going to the Walker Cup. Cur- curious to see Gordon Sargent play the old course. That'll be interesting. Could uh, be some, some interesting lines. Yeah, could be could be interesting there. So that's your Walker Cup news. Uh, women's PGA. I don't know. Do you have the story still developing? We're we're recording here early on Friday. Rose Jane well. quits herself well, one under. Lee Dash and I saw I saw I was watching yesterday and Minji Lee. It took you know, I'm a Minji Lee fan. It took her literally like 20 minutes to take a drop from an embedded lot. What was going on? She got a fried egg in the face of a bunker and it was like, what? How can this take 20 minutes to get a ruling? It was a pretty simple ruling. Like, this is on everybody. This is not on Minji Lee exclusive. Like the rules official needs to get over there and be like, hey, this is what's going. This is it. The deal. These rulings can't take 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a lot of things you got to balance there. You can't have a walking rules official with every every group at every event. Maybe you should for a major. I don't know. And then, yeah, you got to have several out there. Maybe get Tyler Dennis, you know, yeah, bring, bring him, him out. He doesn't have anything going on right now, but uh, yeah, it's got to be quicker. You're right. Um, Lee dash and pace is your uh, South African shot of 66. So Lee uh, dash and isn't it just Lee Ann? Yeah. I mean, what are you just a adding just a dash? Just turn to... <laughs> he was like part of, Oh, it's there. Part it's of, in the name. Part of the way you say your name is with a dash in it. That's how I'm doing it today. <laughs> it's just Leanne. Seems, like, seems like a name that should be out of Kentucky or Tennessee, not South Africa. Leanne. Leanne Pace. She should be Lee you know, Dash Ann. Saying it in Gatlinburg or something. But she's she's from South Africa. Leanne Pace. Yeah, there we uh, go. Is your first round leader. So uh Yuka Sasso lurking, Rosane acquitting herself quite well with a one under. T eleven. Uh not qu- acquitting herself well was Nellie Corda. Uh, shot a 76 six over she's t111 i ran i ran into her at a local restaurant oh while you're you know driving through jersey yeah yeah did you talk not really talked with some of her some of her people okay you know had she wearing crocs no no she was wearing a full full ensemble it was just got off the course it deal. was funny like i walked up and and uh you know there's just some people some guys in golf gear and i'm like oh i wonder where they're played and then like you walk two more steps and there's nelly corda kind of wild you know she can like go out in the in the uh in the <coughs> world and nobody you know not not everybody recognizes her which i think is super rare for uh you know one of the most famous athletes in a sport yeah it's like probably the most famous face maybe up there 
I mean, you know, her and Lexi. Who who probably. hasn't who hasn't seen the Whoa Nelly commercial? <laughs> Whatever they were um, going for with the Whoa Nelly commercial d- didn't didn't get it. That's good. Um, you know what I wanted? I you know I was I was envious. I you know she's a Cisco ambassador, and I was like, God, I wish I had a Cisco logo on my arm. I could be like, Hey, look, me and you. Settle down, settle down with the Cisco stuff. Cisco ambassadors. We are not Cisco we ambassadors. We're friends of the friends of the program, friends of the network. But I wanted a logo um, so I could be like, "Hey, look, look," you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Conversa- conversation, conversation, conversation starter. You you want to talk about growing the game and include with an inclusive approach, Nelly? Let's let's talk Cisco. Um, Teeing up tomorrow. Teeing up tomorrow. I figured you knew it. Had it on your top of your head better. Um, okay. But in addition to Nelly struggling, Jessica Corder just already WD'd from the U.S. Women's Open. So not a kind of a kind of a lost summer so far for the uh, Corda Corda sisters. I was going to say Corda twins. That's not accurate. Sisters. Um, Lydia Ko hasn't tra- been playing well either. Yeah. LPGA could use Rose right now. Quite honestly. The, the, but you don't no, think you, you don't think people will be excited about uh, Lee Dash and Pace? <laughs> I mean, they could if they start calling her Lee Dash, <laughs> Lee Dash and maybe that might inject a little in- intrigue into the. <laughs> I'll system. tell you, I'll tell you who could save this this whole tournament. What? What? David Buhai. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for a niche podcast <laughs> like ours, but I don't know about the larger <laughs> tournament. Where is old David and and his wife Ashley? T seventeen. David T. David Buhai is T seventeen. Um. All right, Eric Cole currently leading at Travelers. He's, uh, you know, firing up the leaderboard. There's just everybody. Danny McCarthy nearly shot fifty nine. Shot sixty. Uh, Zach Blair T four eight under. Looking at the leaderboard. Z- so ZB, they're going low. ZP did a lot of prep this week. I saw he was at <laughs> was it Fishers. I saw he was at Eastward Ho, Fishers Island, and Wingfoot in the lead up. Yeah, who so needs getting dialed Who in. needs practice rounds? I imagine that yeah, at, at the TPC River Highlands, you kind of you see it, you saw it, your boom, bango, bongo, good, got it. Let's go play some golf elsewhere. It would be it'd be just incredible if he wins and that's his practice rounds. <laughs> Uh, something to root for this weekend yeah yeah but that that i mean you're just gonna have to keep the pedal down you have to shoot 65s you know just keep going it's like the it's like the burly boy invitational we're like two unders missing the cut right now um all right that's after one round not not 36 so Uh, a lot of low scores you have any other travelers thoughts no no we got to get to golf advice we're on a timeline oh we got to talk about um you know what it hasn't been sunny where i am at all it's been yeah. super cloudy same East yesterday Coast, it was kind shrouded. of amazing uh you know uh, when i go to these places I, I do a lot of photography and you're just praying for light right and uh yesterday just out of nowhere the light bursts out for like 30 minutes and then goes back under the clouds and i was i happened to be shooting the course at that time it was an odd time for me to be shooting it was a little early 
And I just was like, oh, we'll just go shoot. We'll get some stuff because it's cloudy and whatever. You know, it is what it is. But you know what I needed? Because I was staring right into the sun. I need my gooders. I didn't expect that it was going to be sunny. And it was. And I was caught flat footed. And one of the things I realized that came out of it, you know, I like I love gooders because I could keep them everywhere. I got a pair in the car. I've got a pair in the basket that's right by the front door. I've got a pair in my backpack. You know, one place I did, I got a pair in my golf bag. You know, one place I didn't have them? <clears throat> didn't have Where? it in my camera bag. I was in your drone boy yeah. bag or whatever. Big you mistake. Got okay. So, you know, I'm going to go to gooder.com, G O O D R.com, and I'm going to order a new pair of sunnies for the drone bag. I love that. You go to gooder.com slash. SGS. Oh, gooder.com. I forgot about What'd that. You say? I just said gooder.com. I forgot. I'm going gooder. to go to slash SGS. Gooder.com slash SGS, and you will get uh, free shipping. So you, you go there, use code SGS, right? Gooder.com slash SGS. You get free shipping. You get a 30 day money back guarantee for whatever reason. If <laughs> I don't know what would happen where you need your money back guarantee, they, they didn't turn out to be sunglasses you like or wanted. Uh, you get 30 days money back. We've obviously, I have to put in an order for these. So I've lost mine. My wife has lost hers. We are putting in sort of a bulk order actually this weekend. We were just talking about it yesterday. So gooder.com slash SGS and you get free shipping. Hey, can I share before we do golf advice, a little bit of parent advice, yeah, parenting advice. Sure. I know that's a podcast convention in many places too. Um, I was talking about drone boy. What's going on? I'm getting, this is stories around here. Parents and youth sports. I've gotten this for a year now. Are sent, we're talking like second, third, fourth grade lacrosse and other sports. A porter told me about football in Texas. They're getting drones and sending them up and filming their kids' games and then like sending it to like coaches and reviewing the tape for their own good. Using drones like second, third grade lacrosse Filming the games and then like dissecting the tape for, and I heard Porter said it was going on football down in Texas, which is, you know, unsurprising. I just don't think that's probably the way to go. I think you're probably, you know, putting your thumb on the scale a little too heavy there for a second, third grade, fourth grade family. Are you going to do that when Josie starts playing sports? Are you going to send the drone up and film practice, film, film games and try to break it down? for other parents and other kids listen i i don't know if i haven't told you about this but this is my new business i do this for youth sports i'm in my town i've got flyers up at the at the at the grocery store want <clears throat> want your kids film via drone playing sports i'm your guy <laughs> break down the tape the 11 all 11 tape but this is happening this is, this is happening around me with lacrosse we're not talking high school we're talking like Second, third, fourth grade lacrosse. It's insane. Apparently football. Not not great. So that's the whole, the drone. It's just it's just pure helicopter parenting. Like actually helicopter parenting. <laughs> They're propellers. Yeah. It's, a, it's effectively a helicopter. <laughs> All right, let's get the golf advice. That's your first parent advice. Uh let's get the golf advice brought to you by Gooder. Um this is uh so we got we got some good ones. Quick one, substantiated, anonymous, substantiated rumor. Thought you guys would like this. I've been listening to Friday and SGS from the start. I live outside. I'm going to leave that anonymous. 
Uh, my brother used to run the skate park at the local YMCA and tipped off one of the Fallen's sponsored skaters about the High Flyers logo a few months ago. They sent me the text chain. They said, oh, I'm going to get high, fa- high f- uh, the Fallen's on this right away. And of course, we missed this. The lawsuit, the copyright lawsuit against Phil's HF High Flyers logo is apparently a skateboard ripoff from Fallen's. This has been going on on Twitter. I don't know if this guy is the patient zero for this lawsuit coming to fruition because everybody's sort of been calling it out for months but that's amusing if it was uh all right what else is going on matt oh here's a here's a good one from matt golf gambling fraud you've come to the right place golf gambling podcast lots of my friends are involved in a year-long golf tipping competition i assume it's like a pool this is an international email golf pool we're all we all put money into a pot at the start of the year how would tipping you know what? I don't know. Tipping could be many things. Like what you're giving tips out to golf people. Americanized, it's a pool. Could be it's monetary tips. It could be <clears throat> swing tips. It could be. Right. I feel like the well, word tipping's overused in the UK. Um, this may be Australia. Okay. Um, we get three selections for who we think will win each PGA Tour event each week. A weekly winner selected. In a small cash dividend goes to the person who made the best selections for that event. However, a year-long points tally is kept. The majority of the cash is doled out at the completion of the season. Those have been first, second, and third. It's meant to be a little bit of fun to keep many of us who are members of the same club interested in golf and some of us who work together in contact with one another outside of work. We all play the game with varying levels of interest, but there are some who are very passionate, some who seem to be involved in this competition more for the social side of things. For the last 12 months now, one particular guy has risen to the top of the table and won a not insignificant amount of money along the way. It's becoming clear to all involved that this person knows very little about professional golf and seems to be merely copying selections from uh, online content or perhaps a podcast Hmm. from someone who is way more knowledgeable, wouldn't know anybody in that realm. One of the others in the group surreptitiously began questioning the successful punter one day it became clear that almost all names in the pro golf sphere, apart from Rob Scheffler, Spieth, and McElroy, are essentially foreign to this guy. <laughs> Yet he still manages to do very well with his tipping on a week-to-week basis. He seems to have forgotten he chose Wyndham Clark, or even know who Wyndham Clark is, several weeks ago. And that's who he won with. I assume the Wells Fargo for that. This made many in the group pretty angry and certain of their position. Should this guy be compelled to perform on his own merits, or is it permissible that he merely parrots the selection of someone else who is far more knowledgeable? What? I fear that this once fun and social competition that has banded together a broad group of friends and colleagues uh, is at risk of dissolving hold, because one hold participant on. has made a scummy play for cash. This is, this is absurd. This is an absurd email. You're yeah, asking me to this guy kneecap can... our own industry, <laughs> our, our content. You're asking us to kneecap. This is, this is perfectly fine. Do you think like uh, people go and you probably don't know this fantasy football drafts are big here. Everybody's using cheat sheets. Nobody, nobody knows the, you know, second receiver on the Washington commanders is, is poised for a breakout. You know, everybody's using cheat sheets. This is, this is what gambling is. is That's why our podcast has become such a, a booming success is because of all of our picks or gambling advice that it's just a bulletproof. But you know the uh, you can't get mad at somebody for for doing a little research and making I mean, picks. I think you this is insane. You can get frustrated yeah. with it, but it is the game. It's the game, and like this is the, the same information's people. available to all. Yeah, 
You can that's, tell all your about- friends to listen to our podcast and you'll everybody will be performing <laughs> extremely well. <laughs> tell everybody to subscribe, rate, review, and there you go. You'll you'll be in, in the know. But yes, this is the name of the game. I know people get frustrated with like sort of the the guys who do the auto draft or just like the auto lineup for golf pools. Like I'll just do the whatever the computer tells me to do and they succeed. I don't know. It's just part of the deal when you sign up, like like scummy drops and good bounces. Like this has just happened. You're not going to tell me to you know ignore all the content that's put out there. You can't, I can't kneecap my own industry. Uh, here's a good one from Andrew. Uh, good, maybe unique, highly unique. My parents are from Korea, and I go back and visit often and play the occasional round of golf. That's seven Korea bridges. Is quite. Korea is quite mountainous, so many of the golf courses are carved into these huge mountains in very rural parts of the country. Maybe 20 years ago, when the golf course development was booming, a developer inquired about wanting to buy the land that my family's ancestral burial burial grounds were on, going back 600 years or so. It's a very unique email, or a, a new one, as part of its plan to build a golf course. While my family was reluctant at first, the developer eventually bought most of the surrounding land, leaving my family in a bit of a pickle. With many, many generations of descendants, there was a huge debate about what to do, and the very extended family was divided, large family at this point. However, the offer eventually got quite significant, and there was also concern that without cooperation, the developers would simply build the golf course around the burial grounds. See the attached picture. So the attached picture is you know, a fairway and then a headstone, kind of in, in a... And a gravesite in more or less the middle of a fairway, a fairway going around it. Um, there's a local rule to take a drop if you are near the burial mound or tombstone, which is a caption to the picture. Eventually, the developer made an overmarket rate offer, and our family decided in favor of selling the land. With the money, we were able to move the graves to a different site with improvements made on upkeep grass, etc. This all happened years ago, so I had somewhat forgotten about the whole thing. Now this summer, I'm visiting Korea to see some family and friends. And one of my college buddies invited me to play some golf at his club. When I mentioned this to my dad, he told me that that golf course that my friend is a member of is the very same course that somewhat, quote, bullied their way into my family having to let go of our ancestral burial grounds. Brendan and Andy, the question is, do I play? My dad doesn't seem to really care and thinks it's somewhat amusing but there's a bit of an uncomfortable feeling that I have in the back of my mind about playing golf in a land where my ancestors were formerly buried. But, but the golf course is one of the better ones in the whole country and rather exclusive. I kind of want to play and think my friend may be a bit hurt if I turn down this offer. Can I ask a question? Yeah. I mean, I assume that if you're moving people that were buried, they're in caskets, right? How long have um, caskets been around? Uh, now you're getting into just another of the many areas of expertise with which we are not <laughs> equipped. Uh, I'm not sure the burial practices in most countries, including mine and Korea. This burial mound, I'm not sure what's going on with the Do mound they move here. The, move all the dirt? Like how, how far does it go when you, when you do this type of maneuver, right? Yeah. I'm interested so where in are you the going with this I'm just, I'm just I'm curious. My first question is about that. My second comment is, all right, if you've gotten over the burial move, the the moving of the this, and I can understand where you could have conflicted thoughts on this. It seems like your dad's all right with it. Yeah, I assume the your family 
probably got a pretty penny for the for the for the move, right? You came out yep. probably. I, I I don't know how the people that were buried would feel, but I would guess that. <laughs> I guess they. I mean, if it were me that was buried, I'd be like, take the money, move me. Get your I'm, money. I'm yeah. all right moving. Yeah. I'm okay yeah. being moved. I moved a bunch of times in my life. I'm all right with it again. I'm all right Don't in my afterlife. My yeah. yeah. Um, so at that point, you know, if your dad's okay with it, and if you're okay with it, and you think, wow, you know, this set my family up pretty well, why wouldn't you go play? Yeah. I, I think you're okay to play. I think your dad has eased. I think your dad's input should ease your mind here a little bit more. Right. Uh, and just, you know, the move's already been done. Can you maintain your sort of somewhat mild or, or even harsh um, kind of a- angry feelings or, or I don't know, frustration with the developer that bullet? Sure. You can maintain that while still go and play the course and keep that. What's done is done. They've already been moved. So go, you can go play. Your dad seems okay with it. Go. This gets to a larger issue of all the great golf courses that could be built, if not for burial grounds and what? graveyards and cemeteries. There's, you know, where the maybe the best one is. Yeah, next to Augusta National. Yeah, right. It's incredible land. There's some good land. It's like basically just like almost mimic uh, the same land as uh, as Augusta. It feels like when you look in there. Yeah. That's a that's a different subject for a different time. Um, what else? We got? How do you how do you want to be buried? You know, I haven't thought about it, and it's just not a priority. Uh, you know, whatever. I haven't thought about once ever. Right? I know until I know. now. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I don't want. I don't want to be in one of those houses. Well, but yeah, that's. I mean, it sounds onerous financially and everything. A mausoleum, yeah, type thing, yeah. I mean, just I don't know what you want. I, I there's probably some religious thing I'm supposed to observe but, that I should probably read up on, but I, I don't know. Um, all right, nice transition from that to to the John Deere, from how you want to be buried to the John Deere. Um, gentlemen, I was unexpectedly invited to John Deere Classic a couple of weeks ago by a relative. Not quite the invitation to an exclusive club on burial grounds, but the John Deere Classic. In short, we are driving there, playing golf nearby, and spending a day on the grounds in a corporate tent. I knew the field would be weak, but last night I looked at the field, and it is worse than I imagined. (laughs) This is great context. For context, I went to the inaugural 3M Open, which now looks like a major in comparison. This guy knows his stuff. He's been down in the dregs. He's done the 3M Open, and now he's going to the deer. But it must be a great Midwesterner. Uh, probably in addition sounds, I like, not, sounds like he's coming down from the great great north from minnesota TPC. yeah sod farm i'm not a big schmoozer in addition i'm not a big schmoozer or corporate tent kind of person no offense to those that are but i think of places that i can think of places i'd rather be do you have any advice of how to make the most out of my time on the grounds and how to handle the atmosphere of a corporate tent so dog dog field and a corporate tent that, you know, he probably isn't want to be at the John Deere, but he's going. Any advice on how to make the most of this day? Listen, <laughs> one of the beauties of the co- a corporate tent, you can come and go as you please. Just because you're in there doesn't mean you're locked in there. Nobody's saying like, oh, you can't leave. You can say, hey, I want to go walk around, see the golf course. Then you're at a tournament and you could be watching the likes of Kelly Craft or 
You know, the a great 4A player like Steven Yeager, or even better, I'm sure the Ryder Cup captain, Zach Johnson, will be there. And you being, sounds like you're a Northwesterner, maybe. Midwest. Midwesterner. Yeah. Maybe you could uh, spark up a, a conversation with them about the about Hawks football. You know, get them going. See, see what see what tweets he's held back on the weekends. Um, see, get a peek at the drafts folder of ZJ. I, I, you know, in the same way, there should be zero intimidation about a, a, a Ivy League degree. These corporate tents are often the most lawless, raucous place. These people in there are usually 10 sheets to the wind. Quite There's honest. usually a lot of idiots in there. A lot of idiots. I found the corporate tents to be where some of the most unhinged sort of drinking and, and idiotic conversations are happening. Um, so I would have no you know, trepidation about that. You'd just rather not do that. I understand it. Um, I don't know. You could have a little bit of fun. I would have a cheat sheet and just start throwing out random facts about sort of these four A guys or the or you know these these I don't know field fillers more or less. I think that would be fun. Obviously, you add a little gambling into the mix, right? You're gambling on the on the whatever whatever hole you're on. Yeah, uh, you know maybe you have some background info, intel on some of these players. I would just go deep dive, shotgun start esque. You know, fan vote Friday type stuff. Bring out a bunch of facts for these random ass guys and impress your company and uh, get a little gambling games going on as they come through the hole. And I think that's what makes it interesting. So that's your John Deere uh, advice. God, I love that. Your website stinks. That's not good. Why are you trying to look up the field? No, I just want I just want like, uh, you know, whether I just want to be able to see where shots are going and I can't. It's like somehow right. the di- diagrams have gotten worse. It It's hard to navigate. It's hard to find stuff. So, uh, all right, that does it. I got a hard stop. That does it for this Friday. Do you have to episode. go get an oil hey. change? No, no, no. My wife's doing a conference call at Ted. I'm getting out of here. I didn't want to relocate. So, uh, everyone enjoy your Fridays. Thanks for indulging sort of the different schedule this week. We'll be back next week to talk women's PGA travelers and everything else. We'll